welcome to the Jammiest Bits of Jam storytelling podcast, where we share short stories, rough drafts really, based on a theme and given on a dare. Where are your hosts? Christina Kishbot and Cassie Soliday. Hey! <laughs> Is that the intro? Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Okay, very that good. That was it. Well, let's go to the story. Okay. <laughs> so last week, uh, I dared you to write a story on your brother's band. Did you yeah. do it? <laughs> I did. Um, okay. Yeah. It's, you'll see. I'm like, I'm really prefacing like it's like not, like it's something crazy or wild, but it's not actually. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Don't take my pre, I don't know, hesitations as anything. I'm just here doing my best. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, if you want to jump into it that fast, I'm I'm game. What about um your? I don't know. I can't think of anything. That. Let's just get to the story. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a problem. We caught up yeah, yesterday. I know we did. Oh well, <laughs> nothing's new, listeners. But um, okay. So okay, your, I'm ready. Your brother's band. Let's hear it. Okay, let me get more comfortable here, and. I'm going now. Okay. The school's front marquee had changed since the last time Brentley saw it. She preferred what it said before. Spring fling dance this Friday. Simple. Informative. She sneered at the new words added for all to see underneath the old ones with live music by your brother's band. The warning bell rang, and she made it into homeroom right in time. Miss Richards gave her a warning look as she slid into her seat next to Kendra. Damn, Lee, that was wildly close to being late. Whenever she meets anyone, Brentley asks them to call her Lee. Kendra was her best homeroom friend. She has a best friend in every class. Did you see the marquee in front? Kendra nods right as the intercom beeps on. Attention students, as you may have noticed this morning while coming in, and with some excitement, we are thrilled to announce that music at this year's Spring Fling Dance will be live and provided by your brother's band! For a 56-year-old man, Principal Moss sure sounded like a 13-year-old girl. Kendra and the rest of the class cheers. You can even hear cheers from the classrooms from either side, too. Brentley wants to implode into a black hole. In first period health class, her best friend there, Trevor, who was two feet taller than her, had brought her a fresh-baked croissant from the batch she baked for his home ec midterm he had later that day. As she bit into the flaky, buttery goodness, he brought it up. Do you think your brother's band is more of a grunge vibe or electropunk? I've been listening to their EP, Lee interrupted him. By EP, you mean the three ill-produced songs on their SoundCloud? 
okay, TL, this is something you're going to have to be okay with. Everyone is excited. And when was the last time we were all excited for the same thing? Trevor is the only one she lets call her anything other than Lee. He calls her TL and she calls him TR. TR, I know I am alone in this darkest hour. A lone, sad gray cloud in a sky of white fluffs. But I refuse to pretend that this is okay. In second period science, her best friend Tanya was humming under her breath, humming one of those songs. She smiled when she saw Lee glaring. Lee, are you seriously not excited? You should be the most excited out of everyone. And why is that, Tanya? Um, come on. It's your brother's band. They rock. Lee's face was cold as stone rock as she responded. Do they? Or are they just the only band that can play a semblance of a melody at this school? Third period gym was the worst, but that's always the case. They played kickball, a.k.a. Lee got a kickball to the gut and doubled over in pain. Lee's best friend in that class, Jones, tried their best to argue with Coach McQueen to let Lee go sit down. This is child abuse, MCQ. They called Coach MCQ. He hated it. Lee, do you need to go to the nurse? Uh, see, she's fine. Bless Jones. They still tried. The nurse. She doesn't need a Tylenol. She needs to gather herself for a few minutes. My God, man. You work with humans, not robots. Jones. If Lee needed something, I'm sure she would have asked for it. MCQ stalked away. Jones yelled after him, I am Jones. I speak for the student body. This was technically true, as Jones was the student body president. At lunchtime, Jones usually split their time between all the groups of students. They always started their lunch sitting with Lee, though. Exactly ten minutes. Jones, what can I do to get the dance canceled on Friday? Jones laughed. <laughs> Nothing is stopping that train, Lee. Especially not after they locked down your brother's band to play. I groaned in annoyance. Look, Lee, I get it. I can empathize and validate your apprehension on this Friday. But everyone is really excited, and you shitting on everyone's fun is not going to keep or make you friends, my dear. Jones was right, of course, and Lee should have just dropped it there. But when she saw the band come into the cafeteria and everyone started clapping for them, she wanted to throw her lunch tray at them, mostly at him. Fourth period geometry. Lee had one of the band members in her class. He was not her best friend in that class. That is Taylor S. But Taylor S. was not at school that day because they were getting their wisdom teeth out. Lee glared at the back of the head of Ed, the band member. So what if she had known him almost her whole life? So what if he gave her a flower when they were six and kissed her on the cheek and ran away? So what if he still kind of made her cheeks flush? He was in the enemy party, and she would not be fooled by his cute smile. She had to stay strong. He turned and looked at her, his crooked smile lighting up her anger with even more passion. She let out a huge huff, and it made her paper fly off her desk and toward Ed. Everyone laughed as she scrambled to get it. Ed picked it up and handed it to her. She must have been the color of red beets. Stupid Ed. Stupid band! She had study hall fifth period, thank God. She would hide away in the library. 
But when she saw the banner for the dance hanging over the checkout counter in the library, Congrats, your brother's band, it said. She glared at the librarian, Miss Diane, who used to be her best friend in study of all. She glared at the librarian, Miss Diane, who used to be her best friend in study hall. Her final class of the day, the one she had been dreading all day, used to be her favorite class of the day with her favorite best friend. Now she doesn't know if she can face him. He came into the choir room to many congrats and claps on the back from their fellow choir members, but he beelined right for her. This is the alto section. Baritones are over there. Lee, you're being ridiculous. No, I'm not. I don't get what your deal is. You're acting like such a brat. I've been hearing about it all day. Can't you just be excited for me? Damn. She looked up at him. His eyes were swimming with hurt. Suddenly, she felt so embarrassed and ashamed. He was right. She could feel how disappointed he was in her. She had his name. Both names, actually. He also had her eyes. Her twin brother, Brent, was the lead singer of your brother's band. I hate the name of the band. It's an awesome name. Every time I see it, I feel like it's calling me out or something. Tanya is Ed's sister, and she doesn't feel this way. You're being, like, so extra. Like, always, Lee. No, I I just, I can't explain it, Brent. Do you think we are bad? No. Pretty good, actually. I can't explain myself. I'm being petulant. I know. Look, we didn't sign up to be twins, and we didn't sign up to be siblings. You already distanced yourself as much as you could from me with your name. This hit her like a pile of bricks. What? You can't even share part of your name with me, Brentley. You hate being my sister. Right then, Mrs. String came waltzing in, ready to jump in to warming up. Brent, to the baritones, please. His expression darkened as he turned from Lee and walked to his... His expression darkened as he turned from Lee and walked to his... Wow. His expression darkened as he turned from Lee and walked to his section. She wanted to sink and drown and die. That Friday, Lee showed up to the dance in a nice dress to dance in and a sash across her chest that read, That's my brother's band. When Shelby Lorne won Spring Fling Queen, she was not thrilled Lee also had a sash, but it was worth it when her brother's band got on stage and Brent saw her sporting it. He smiled right at her, and she gave him a lame thumbs up. Yes, Brentley had a lot of best friends in school, but her number one best friend in her life was and would always be her twin brother. Also, his band fucking rocks. That's it. That's it. That's all. I like it. Uh, that took. I don't know why that was so difficult to read. Maybe I didn't yeah. like proofread it enough. Maybe. Uh, so, what you've just heard, listeners, was the edited version. <laughs> I was tripping it's more up. streamlined. Thank God. <laughs> um, so, what was that all about? Like all of the, you know, you took. You had to do a lot of retakes. What's going on? What, the reading through? Yeah. Is something on your mind? 
No, I think, well, I was getting slacked about work stuff while I was reading it. So mm. that was distracting me. But definitely. Um, no, I think I wrote it quickly and I think I read it through once and then I was like, <laughs> cool. And <laughs> it was not streamlined enough for me. It wasn't like read out loud, um, mm-hmm. like type of writing. And I realized that as I was reading it. Yeah. So it's a symptom of art, the system that we've created for ourselves, <laughs> you know, Definitely. but also uh, I think that's such a great example of why it's so important that no matter what you're writing to read it out loud. Yeah. 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 Well, I did read it out loud. <laughs> you did. And um, I really enjoyed it. It made me want to go to the library so bad, even though there's like just one scene in there. Um, but you got the vibe of high school really well. Yeah. I love that, you know, the, the main character has like all these best friends, but mm-hmm. then like her favorite best friend. I just like that differentiation. It was really good. I also love that you named the band your brother's band. Like that was the name of the band, which I didn't expect. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of my twisty twist at you for yeah, this one. I liked it. I'm like, oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in awe. Yeah, um, I wanted to kind of write, it's like a love story, but between her and her twin brother, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like... I don't know. I love putting like specific names in and like specific things about characters, even though you even though we never see or hear from them again. I love knowing like details about random people. So I put a lot of that in. Yeah, I did feel like there was a lot of characters that I couldn't quite keep track. So it makes me feel a little better realizing now that like they didn't come back. So it was just to enjoy Mm -hmm. them for the moment. And Mm -hmm. also, if you are best friends with them. You would know exactly. more about them. And I feel like we we especially encounter this in screenwriting where, like, if the character doesn't come back, it doesn't get it. They, they don't get a name. Right. Mm-hmm. They're just like incidentals. Mm-hmm. So, like, it does say something about it in literature, though, when you don't name a character. Yeah. There was I for me in high school, I had you know, a best friend in each class. Like, that was the person that I was going to talk to in that class, the person I was going to, like, laugh with or, like, you know, trade notes and stuff in that class. So um, that was very relatable. Like, it's just – I really love in the high school setting. And writing this made me, like – it really felt like I was reliving some, like, good high school stuff. I think that it would be such a fun idea for, like, a YA or middle grade novel, you know, mm-hmm. if you age it down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cause I love the concept of having best friends in each class. And I, I feel like we all do this in a way <laughs> or probably did it in school, you know. Totally, yeah. It's like having, you know, how you pe- people like say, like, oh, he's my work husband She's mm-hmm. my work wife. It's kind of like that, but for each class. Right. For sure. And then the name Brentley is actually a name that I can't remember where we heard it 
but like last weekend we heard it in something mm-hmm. and my boyfriend turned to me and was like that would be a really pretty name for a girl and I was like huh because I think the if we were watching a movie or something it was a boy whose name was Brentley and I was like that would be really pretty so now it's on our list of daughter names I love it Brentley mm-hmm. Hannah I know it works right? very cute yeah um so yeah that's our that's where I got that name and then I was like oh and then her brother can be Brent mm. and it's like very twinny because she she call, makes everyone call her Lee because she doesn't there's another thing about her that I think she's very ridiculous and I mean I always write ridiculous people anyway but it's like this throwing a fit as a teenager that you can't even explain like mm-hmm. nothing about why she's upset is logical right right mm-hmm. um but she just is and when especially when it comes to siblings and like a sibling getting more notoriety than you and stuff like it's super relatable for anyone who does had have siblings or have went to high school with their siblings and so uh it's like all comes down to this like petty ass like sibling rivalry and she's just like walking around school like spreading it everywhere and everyone knows and is like you're being stupid but she like can't help herself <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's super extra she's yeah i really like it one of my favorite lines was by ep do you mean there are three ill-produced songs on their soundcloud (laughs) it was so specific yeah i almost put a facebook page but then i was like no 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 soundcloud i think is more toward the music and like I feel like bands are still putting their stuff on SoundCloud, right? Is that a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Probably. It's where I host my podcast. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But it was a fun one. Um, it was a quick write. which is, And like I said, I probably looked at it once more. And then mm-hmm. it's like, this is fine. But I probably should have smoothed it over a little bit. Yeah. Do you think you'll do anything with it? Maybe. I... Maybe I really love high school um, stories, so I might I could see be turning it into like what like you said a YA novel or maybe um, even a screenplay. I could see that. Mm. Yeah. Well, well done. It was delightful. Thanks for sharing it with us. Of course. So next week we're um we've invited a guest, uh, my friend Yay. Teresa Douglas, and uh, she'll be sharing something she wrote. Yeah, I can't wait to meet her. <laughs> I know she's like a satire writer or something. I know she's like you guys do that stuff together. Like she writes a lot of different things, like creative nonfiction and, and satire. And we met in a second city class writing satire and currently co-edit uh, the Greener Pastures magazine on Medium together, along with other folks. She's great. Really, really fun. Uh, really talented. And I'm so excited for you guys to meet her. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to hear what she's got and for us to not have to write a story. I know. We off. Like, <laughs> see, that's why we're so smart. We're like, let's have guests for, you know personal progress of the show and hearing different voices but it's really just so we have a week off of writing behind the curtain don't tell anyone don't tell anyone (laughs) 
it's it's smarter, not harder. We work smart. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you can you should build in breaks, and also why not promote our really talented friends? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Teresa will be here next week, and we'll see. We'll hear uh, talk at you guys then. Yeah. 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 You then. Bye. This episode of the Jamie Spits of Jam Storytelling Podcast was produced by Christina and Cassie. Music by the wonderful Grace Sai. Connect with us on Twitter at Bitso Jam Podcast and on Facebook. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. We hope by sharing these stories and being open about our process and how we word vomit our first drafts that you'll be encouraged to word vomit your own. The most important thing about writing is to write.